Pathori. We have a wonderful guest all the way from Singapore whose dream is to go all around the globe and talk about happy hormones and how the hormones are affecting our brain chemicals and the neurotransmitters and why we need to have laughter in our life so that these neurochemicals and the neurotransmitters will start working in a positive direction and we actually get in touch with our inner core strengths like joy, happiness and laughter. So I welcome none other than Miss Suchi from Singapore, the happy hormone coach or should I say the happiness strategist, the laughter coach, the global ambassador, and who was, uh, you won't believe, she was a preschool principal turned into a laughter therapist. So welcome, Suchi. Welcome to Story to Satori. And Thank you, Janavi, for having me. It's such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for being on this wonderful show, Story to Satori. So let me just tell, introduce uh, the listeners what Story to Satori is very quickly. So mm -hmm. Story to Satori is my baby, it's my dream, and which I have been kind of a couple of years, or maybe two or three years, and I got this idea. And being a coach myself and uh, a mindfulness practitioner, just like Suchi is also a mindfulness practitioner, my dream was to help people get out of those stories, those judgments and assumptions and negative self-beliefs, which are so very crippling and um, get into empowering stories, get into stories of success and become the hero of your story. So that is the reason why I'm interviewing women, especially women. I mean, it doesn't mean I don't interview men. But then women who have actually done this and they're showing it to the world uh, how we can move on from our stories of depression and anger and frustration. And we have this wonderful, wonderful lady all, from, all over from Singapore. So welcome again, Suchi. I'm so very pumped up to have you on my show. And the, yeah, so uh, the first question I want to ask you is, how did you start this journey and from being a principal in a preschool, why at all did you get this thought of becoming a laughter therapist of all the things? Yeah, all right. So it all started uh, like eight years back when I lost my mom. She had cancer. Hmm. So I was like completely distraught, lost. I was feeling sad, depressed, and I was seeking answers. I was looking for someone who can guide me, help me, who can... Uh, tell me like how to how to live life happily and mm. going to school doing administration filing reporting to ministry just doing all the work of principal i was i liked my work but mm. after my mom's demise i felt that i am dragging my feet to work and the moment i realized that that i'm getting getting stagnant i'm not learning anything new i'm not mm. growing as a person and my mom's death was a, a 
it's shocking for me. It's like I mm. although I knew that she's going to leave because she had cancer, but it just uh, just turned my world upside down. Not by not having uh, parents because I, my I, my father left us many years back, so it, it just took a toll on my uh, health, like my mental health, mm. and overall like emotional well being. Everything was like in a mess, in a chaos, and. Um, uh, one day when I was going to work, I decided to talk to my boss about it. Say like, look, you know, it's like this work is not giving me any fulfillment anymore. Uh, mm. Yes, I was a very successful principal. I'm still known as someone who was like a former principal, did a good job and stuff. But at that very moment, I felt that, you know, I need to do something more than just reporting to ministry, filing, administration, managing parents. And that was more about like, okay, uh, I'm being guided in a way to, to find the purpose of my life, mm. not just living life uh, where you just do nine to five job, nine to six job and pay your bills and die. Right. So mm-hmm. that came to me then. And then I started seeking answers. I started asking around like mm. how to come out of this kind of situation. And Again, as like being guided by the universe, I must say, I came across a laughter coach. I picked up some laughter exercises from him locally mm. in Singapore. And I used laughter as a tool to reach mm. out to near citizens, workers, workers, and nurses. And wherever I go, I would use these exercises to, to, to guide people with laughter. And I started to get that sense of fulfillment from those activities. Mm. And then designed and tailored to according to the needs of people and I studied brain development and that's where I became a laughter. Wonderful. I mean, it's such an amazing journey, you know. You were in a kind of a depressed state after your, you lost your mom and um, also you couldn't find that fulfillment. And now, are you finding that purpose? I mean, because I see you on all social media, you are traveling all over the world. Yeah. And you are being featured in local press, TV, radio, and you've been in being invited to so many yeah. global conferences. Like they are not just ordinary conferences, like global summits on neuroscience and neuroimmunology. I mean, it was it is being such a, a transition from being you know in midst of preschool children, and now you're meeting nurses, you're meeting people from all walks of life in corporate, and uh, you have. Uh, you have been such a great influence to them, a positive influence. Now tell us, you know, like uh, how you are impacting these people. What are their problems, you know? Like why is it the need of the hour now that people should start laughing, connecting inward? And uh, why is it important? Why people need therapy at, at the present moment? Every other day you see in newspapers somebody taking mm. his or her own life by committing suicide, right? So mm. uh, depression is on the rise. If you look around, uh, especially in some countries where even smiling is taken as a sign of weakness, say, mm. we shouldn't smile because those who smile are weak people. So mm. now what laughter, right? So I have been traveling around the world and I'm coming across people who are saying that Miss Suchi, I used to be scared even mm. to smile. And then you have taught me how to laugh out loud, loud, how to live life fully, how to take control of my hormones and how to manage stress. So um, Miss Suchi, I was having this pain and this slight pain in my shoulders and knees is gone. Miss mm. Suchi, I had some ache in my heart. After attending your therapy, the heartache is gone. I'm feeling very peaceful. Miss Suchi, mm. you saved my life. Miss Suchi, 
So I am receiving beautiful feedbacks from people around the world. And mm. it's not about just uh, like common, ordinary people. It's about even those neuro neurologists, neurosurgeons. When I speak about hormones, there's very little or no awareness about what are happy hormones? What mm. are... How, what are the ways, like how can we make slight changes in our lifestyle and routines in order to get dosage of happy hormones? So, mm. And I'm also speaking at addiction summits, like uh, getting people to control their addiction uh, from be it like smoking, drinking or all sorts of addictions, drugs and stuff. So I'm also guiding them there. Plan mm. is to go to jail as well, to prison, to guide inmates about how they can learn how to take dosage of happy hormones uh, naturally. Mm. So not to rely on something outside to mm. feel happy and get that high. Yeah. Yes. So what I'm hearing is stress has been uh, shown to be the key risk factor for getting addiction and mm. uh, getting initiated. And in fact, you know, uh, when you say, <coughs> sorry, you're helping uh, jail inmates and people from uh, people who are addicted so yeah. is how does you know like you know simple thing like laughter how does that improve the healthy coping mechanisms you know how does it boost immunity and how does it actually build resist resilience and change the mindset of such does it actually change have you experienced such um, uh, share your experiences because you've been uh, I, having so many walks i mean people from different walks well, I, I receive beautiful feedbacks from people. Yeah. It's just that people are taking laughter as for granted, as in like, okay, yeah, it's there, like, okay, as in when I, uh, I would watch some comedy and I would laugh and I have a smiling face, but they don't really know that if they practice belly laughter for 50 mm. to 20, their total physiology, their brain chemistry, their body chemistry changes. And when I say that I have tailored this therapy, is it's not about just ho ho ha ha ha, just go to mm. garden, up and go back home and then go back mm. home and complain and then just be in that state of mind because it didn't really work if you just laugh out loud for 50 minutes but then i brought it i added the where your energies are very, very high how do you can internalize those energies in your favor how mm. you can use positive affirmations to change your brain chemistry and body chemistry i my works are also about creating awareness about energy Mm -hmm. So, of course, there are beautiful feedbacks given by parents. I have a lot of testimonials. Uh, it's just that there's no awareness about it. Like, it's okay. This is all in you. You don't mm -hmm. need anything else, but just to work on your, yourself. You change your words. You change your language. You change your, uh, change your physiology by just practicing what mm -hmm. is being what is being guided and then after that the results are amazing say that oh no when i came in i was feeling very uh, tired after your uh, session i feel like i go for dancing i'm very mm. happy i'm very energetic so yeah it, it's just very beautiful to see how laughter mm. and the other things which i'm guiding like emotional mastery and all it changes uh, lives of people and mm. i have saved six people from uh, ending their lives yeah wow that is awesome i mean yeah. uh, i i actually uh, we were talking i mean uh, do you remember the other day when we were having a conversation who told there was a uh -huh. lady in uh, india who always used to stand near the metro and suddenly she get the thought of jumping uh, onto yeah. the tracks and ending her life so why does i mean uh, these, are these people aware when they get these suicidal thoughts and uh, no, can you share? Not, yeah, they yeah. are not 
clear about what's happening mm. in their minds like the okay. it's just neurochemicals there is an mm. imbalance they're not aware so when she was speaking with me she just mm. uh, she shared that you know sometimes when i'm waiting to go to do going to work and waiting for the train when i see train coming i mm. want to jump on the track so she did not even know that mm. she's having thoughts so people are not aware so my yeah. as a mental advocate my job is to uh, help people talk about their mental health issues openly without mm. having any uh, like without seeing other people judging them and yes. without um, i mean just i'm just helping to remove the stigma attached to mental health these days and yes. um, yeah being a mental health advocate is so, so such a blessing to be able to reach out to be able to save lives so no there is no awareness about um, like the, the people i spoke with they did not know that they are having suicidal <clears throat> yeah yes so actually i mean uh, the body becomes so i mean it's like a slave for our minds and when we have these depressing thoughts and uh, when we get so very uh, suicidal in the mind we don't we don't want to live we have no joy in our life we mm-hmm. want to end our life so the body just kinds of gets triggered and it does all these kinds of you know like sometimes you know if we are not fortunate enough to have a life we just fall and on the tracks and we end our life in so uh, this kind of a work that you are doing where you are actually people are after exercising and then we do, do release endorphins you know the feel good hormones but yeah. laughter is something which many 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 i think 99 point i mean i'm just kind of guessing the figures 99% of the people have lost it because there is no personal interaction nowadays and as you said there are cultures where we are told not to laugh in certain environments uh, especially in corporate and in uh, uh, in social cultures and so yeah. these this laughter as you said uh, it produces a kind of you know the muscles get uh, it starts building working on our muscles unleashing yeah. all that stress bringing out the stress and uh, mm-hmm. our bodies can actually uh, do they distinguish when uh we have this kind of as you said it's not just laughing hi hi ha ha in front of a comic scene it's actually belly laughter but then we are not really laughing you know it's like a make believe laughter when i start laughing does a does a minds uh, distinguish between the real laughter and the fake laughter well again mm-hmm. when i speak with uh, doctors neurosurgeons psychiatrists psychologists when i present my works at the conferences mm-hmm. i was very surprised to know that there is no awareness that mm. brain would not figure out whether this is fake or real laughter it would still release endorphins if you laugh out loud using your belly for 15 to 20 minutes so again mm. there's no awareness about it like okay if someone is very sad upset angry you just practice fake laughter it would turn mm. into a real laughter sometime but you start mm. with the fake laughter and when you do it using belly like mm-hmm. practice belly laugh your brain will release endorphins because your brain doesn't really uh and know or understand or register that this is fake laughter is laughter mm-hmm. using your belly that's the technique yeah okay yeah. so it's such a i mean i opener and you know i mean it's like a nugget wisdom nugget you know it's a moment of satori when we yeah. realize that we don't have to mentally yeah. be happy but then when we do something on the physical level a mind cha- i mean a mental picture changes and instead of falling 
yeah, I mean, uh, on, in the metro, we can actually get into the uh, train and have a great day and improve our stress levels. I mean, uh, actually improve the cardiac health as as well as yeah. our BP, the pains. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. uh, when you are doing such work, you know, is it a challenge for you? I know, you know, you said uh, it's your purpose now because you're finding fulfillment in this job. But yet, uh, because there are such negative people and mm -hmm. then it's not something which like ordinary people will take up this kind of a job, right? You need mm -hmm. to have so much of positivity to spread positivity. Yeah. You need to have to give, right? So how yeah. do you, you develop that uh, attitude or every day, you know, because uh, it's such a nice thing to see the smiling Vishuchi go over all the places. <laughs> How do you, how do you manage to do that and keep yourself so much pumped up high? I am very passionate about creating awareness because mm. uh, I mentioned that there are a few people who call me saying that they are having suicidal thoughts and I could save them. So I became very confident about it. Like this is, the, oh, this is uh, life saving. Then why not I reach out to more people to tell them about they can change their body chemistry, brain chemistry, and they uh, they have full control of their uh, getting the dosage of happy hormones. So, mm. and then they, if there's some imbalance, they can actually take control of it, and then they can uh, they can remain happy forever, like ever after. So, mm. um, yeah, it's, it, I I wouldn't say it's challenging. I love my work because it gives me a lot of sense of fulfillment, sense of uh, achievement because there's. Uh, like when I go around share about about this this uh, subject that people are not aware of, so like I want to reach out to more people. But um, yeah, when I started this work, like especially the first few conferences, I mm -hmm. came across people who were like uh, they just didn't want to participate. They like mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe in it, you know. So mm -hmm. when they saw other people participating and there some there were some kind people who supported my works and they came out uh, to to kind of practice different types of laughter with me as a volunteer. So mm. these people were very grumpy, upset, sad. Uh, they were on, on uh, depression pills, you know. So mm -hmm. they didn't want to, they didn't want to uh, come up and participate and they just want to just like say that this doesn't work. So mm. I didn't give up and I, it, didn't, it didn't affect my, uh, my uh, passion or didn't affect my mood or didn't affect my energies because I'm someone who believes I believe in what am I doing and I'm getting good results, right? I'm seeing, I'm mm. seeing the results. So it didn't affect me and I continued doing it. And it's like there was this uh, very senior uh, neurosurgeon and he, uh, he just said that you, you, you were asking me to laugh when someone is dead. Mm. So then I explained to him, said, sir, during my uh, talk, I also mentioned about when we are, we are someone is dead ever at our home place or our friends or whoever like the person you're mentioning if someone is dead we are mourning for that person we are sad depressed feeling low uh, mm -hmm. for days like one week one month one year there are people who have been doing this for the person who is dead mm -hmm. and they are keeping and ignoring the people who are alive yeah there's a mom or dad is dead so the person is their family member is dead right the person is dead mm -hmm. They are crying and mourning, mm. being upset for the person who, is, who, who has left mm. and ignoring, neglecting the person who is alive next to them. Yes. So, is it, so they also told, I also reminded him, I said, like, look, 
when you are crying and mourning for the person, you're actually taking one step closer to death as well. So mm. how do you want to live the rest of your life? It depends on you, sir. So yes. you can continue to be upset, sad, feeling low and depressed, as you mentioned before that you are, mm. or you can practice laughter or change your body chemistry, brain chemistry and feel happy. So mm. I say, I look on you. And right. when going back, that same very person stood up and mm. he shook hands with me and he said, oh, well, I will go to my room laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So, there are lots, of lots of stories. Yes. I mean, it's very interesting to hear this, especially as you said, you know, the grief can go for a few right. days, which is very natural. And yeah. uh, there are several uh, customs in several cultures where we have this period of grief and we need to actually, you know, grieve. It's not bad. But then when you forget that the person who has left is left and you have to move on. And when you yeah. do, don't uh, people, there are grief coaches in Western countries. But then, uh, as you said, this is a tool that you have developed, you know, I mean, like it's not just a therapy where you talk it out, but then. You're shaking out your body with your laughter. The You're actually dislodging all the negative thoughts, exactly. the negative feelings. They're getting yes. dislodged from your body. Uh, yeah. When you shake it up with laughter, the cells are getting rejuvenated. This yes. is such a wonderful, interesting uh, tool that you have, uh, you are developing. You know, I mean, there are a lot of, I mean, maybe some laughter th coaches are there. But then yeah. the way you are doing your work, uh, Ms. Suchi, is like, you are creating awareness all over the world and then oh, around uh, but yeah. what's happening is uh, people come out they just raise their hands in the air they clap they laugh and they go back home and mm. then the, they are not taking it to the next level as in like actually a lot can be done so what i did was i i because i studied brain development i have studied mm. uh, i have studied uh, energy so mm. health and nutrition so i bring all those factors in and my experiences about people talk about my energy all the time they say yes. how can you be so positive how can you be so, so i added all that to that one hour therapy and then when i started to practice apply and let people experience what i'm sharing mm. the results are amazing so that's why i'm so confident about my works but uh, yeah yes. it's laughter is it's not just about physiological changes, but it, it uplifts your moods. It just sends you that instant vacation uh, instantly without even having to get your visa, passport, and then your tickets. And so you just feel like you're on a vacation. It, mm. um, it's good for cardiac health. It's, it works well on your abs. It's good for uh, re release of happy hormones. It also lowers down the release of stress hormones. Mm. There are so many benefits of it, you know, it's just that people need to start practicing it. Yeah. We're not about just watching the comedy and laughing from this part of your uh, body, just the mouth. Mm. Like, <laughs> mm. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. That way. Yeah. Yes, there is, a, there is a system, there is a process of doing it. Yeah. It's not just from your uh, facial muscles, but it's, it has oh. to go right down to the belly. And yeah. uh, it, it's a very different. It's not something which people think laughter is just from the external. It's It has to re, re, actually reinvigorate your whole body. Yeah. Now, okay. uh, I mean, when you have belief, when you have your passion, and then when you have it, when it's your purpose, your uh -huh. whole, there is a shift in your perspective. 
and that's yeah. what is happening to you you know because you're not just doing it as a job or a 9 to 5 you know it's not just for your bread and butter it's more than that you know it's like a mission that you're taken up upon yourself and that is one reason i feel you're getting un uh, unlimited energy all the time and as you said yeah. yes you've done your research you've done your brain development training and you know you know how to tweak in many elements it's not just laughter you're bringing in so many other uh, i mean tweaking in uh, other modalities as well yeah so so can you just tell us you know like uh, when you have found your higher calling in life your purpose um, mm -hmm. there are so many you know especially so many people maybe women out there who are seeking to do something very powerful and everybody gets a meaning in life when we do something that we we really yeah. meant for you know how can you yeah. find that purpose how can one find that purpose in life yeah it's all about uh, connecting with yourself spending time with yourself and surrendering i believe in surrendering what's happening is that around us is people take control of uh, everything saying that you know i'm going to control myself i'm going to control you i'm going to mm. control that person this person and uh they don't really surrender oh, i i have my i have words with universe as like i speak to universe i have talks with universe so wow. i have surrendered and mm. i am walking in on that path of uh, on that path where there is no um push but there is pull as in, like wow. i'm getting pulled towards my uh, life purpose in a way that's why you see me being so vibrant and happy because i mm. i i'm not seeing myself as being pushed you know like mm. how people wake up from bed they push themselves to work they push themselves to fetch their children and do all their responsibilities i'm not saying that they are doing a bad job it's all good it's, but there is so much more when it comes to human beings like we are designed so powerfully very beautifully by god by uh, the, the higher powers and there is there is so much about us which the, all the human beings needs to learn and know so that they mm. can Howard, you know, so people see themselves as as a physical body, but I mm. see a spiritual body having a human experience. So I see myself having that unlimited potential. I don't see myself as uh, like you know being trapped in that physical body and I'm unable to do this. I should not be doing mm. that. I, I don't see that. I see myself as like I'm able to do so much more than what I'm doing right now as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, what the female out there needs to learn and know is that you are designed very mm. beautiful. and there is so much power in you it's mm. all about connecting with yourself be with yourself spend some time with yourself to to know mm. your true powers to know your true powers and also do, do not take control of everything even like you say oh people say that they sitting for meditation they tell me that oh today's meditation was not good so mm. when you are sitting down for meditation it's not about today's meditation must be good or bad if there is an mm. expectation is that's not meditation at all because there's mm. so wow yeah need to be created about energy like you know how can you change your body energy so women out there are like i would say that please yeah work yourself to reach to that your your higher self your higher yeah. version yeah uh, so beautifully said you know i mean like i'm getting goosebumps all over and the three things that you said is one is surrender and not yep. just keep pushing yourself so much for that perfection and yep. uh, not 
not getting uh, resisting that you know oh my god i didn't get this or i didn't uh, do the thing perfectly or right. as you said very rightly you know the meditation it's like yeah. getting into that space just being and as you said you're getting pulled towards your vision pulled towards yeah. your dream pulled towards your and yeah. the energy is so very different you know there is as you said least resistant there is yeah. no resistance but then you are actually you know you're getting pulled towards your higher self your everything is yeah. being done by your higher self so beautifully so, said you know yes. universe universe will send right the people in your in on your uh, yes. like they would come to your life they would take you to your your to, to your towards your higher purpose if you surrender mm. yes. you control and, and it is not a blame game like you right. would not you would not find me blaming myself for anything mm, wonderful wonderful I blame myself yeah. so yeah. it's really important to not to practice negative self talk not to say bad mm. things about yourself how people speak they all the time if you pay attention they all the time blaming themselves like i'm not mm. good i'm not enough well i'm not good at this so for the very first time when i started my session with ladies they were like 15 yeah. days they asked them yeah. Can you tell me good about something good about yourself well there's nothing i'm a homemaker Mm. So like being a homemaker is such a tough job. Like you're doing yes. this, this, this. Why on earth you are having a feeling that you are not enough? You are not good, mm. and you are just a homemaker. So mm. uh, my work talks also about women empowerment, get and getting them to understand that they are so powerful. Yeah. Mm. Yes, very right. So the language affects us and how we see the world. Yeah. so the yeah. internal yeah the self talk has to be not just you know rutting away the affirmations because i have done that and i have been through i experienced it but then as we keep doing as you said you know the second uh, the nature becomes the first nature you know in the beginning i used to say i'm calm i'm calm i'm serene but then it, i was really not calm but then when it seeps into our subconscious mind and you mm-hmm. really start feeling experiencing calmness the beauty yeah. or whatever it is that you want and uh, changing that language and yeah. as you, as you very rightly said standing in our power and seeing our whatever it is that we are doing as the most beautiful thing and not getting pushed but getting pulled beautiful Pull. Pull. wonderful wonderful uh, i mean there is so much to learn from what we been i mean you have been sharing your experiences and your uh, joy it's not just laughing and yeah. uh, Uh, spending that day, spending that day uh, in a in a laughter. It's a higher. I mean, if it's such a big picture you're showing us, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's not just being happy for the sake of being happy. It's about difference. You know, it's like creating that energy and seeing that energy that you already are, right? Yes. Wonderful. Like there is some. I mean, I'm so glad to have you on this show. Uh, Shru, I mean, uh, Shruti, that I can go on and on and on. Uh, <laughs> i'm honored to have you and i'm so uh, there is so much i learned myself you know because it's like uh-huh. a confirmation you know it's like when yeah. we ha- when we talk to people and when we share what you uh, have gone through it could be mm-hmm. not necessarily all the time bad but then you shared your experience yes. how you were depressed how you really did not have that you yourself went through suicidal thoughts right i mean you had right and then it was uh, so bad but then you you figured out your way and then you have now you're helping thousands and millions probably you know you made it yeah. so any closing thoughts that you feel you know like you can you want to share with the audience well uh 
I would say leave life uh, uh, and see it as leave life fully, see it as a journey. Because most of the people are, are not living life fully, that so they are mm -hmm. walking on this planet very feeling very chaotic in, in pain, and they are like you know uh, just walking on this planet is like not even being aware that they need to go one day, right? So mm -hmm. there's no. I was like, it can be any time, like one, we might not even be uh, able to see tomorrow, but there is yeah. no, I think people are like holding grudges and they are like blaming others. They are like always pointing at others like this, your fault and this and that. So they are getting caught in this nitty gritty and small stuff and they're sweating mm. small stuff and not understanding that their purpose of their life is much more bigger than what they are doing. Mm. It's like getting caught gossiping about others and stuff so there's so much negative energy and jealousy hatred and you know violence and stuff so um one must take his or her life as when you leave life as a journey as a, this mm. journey and no one is going to end so mm. then it has to be needs to be there and then yeah. take life's experiences as just an experience like don't do not do not get involved as in like emotionally right so yeah. take it as an experience Yes, learn from it and learn, uh, leave at this very present movement because whatever had happened is the past. You can learn yes. from it, but don't live in the past and mm. don't be anxious about future. There are so many people I come across, they're living in the past. They're not living in this present moment. They're spoiling their present due to the, their past. And mm. there are some who are very anxious about their future. So they are not enjoying their present moment because they are yeah. feeling great about their future. So live in this very moment, live happily, live peacefully, spread love around you, spread positivity around you, work on yourself, attain your higher purpose, but see life as a journey. Yes. It's a journey. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, these are, uh, I think people watching this should write it down and create their journey in such a beautiful fashion that there is nothing like uh, you need to, you have to have goals, but then don't get stressed reaching those goals. When you have this attitude of it's a journey, it's a yeah. process, you become a creative person, you start learning and then you are open, you become open to learning in fact. And I mean, yeah. there is so much that we can do and there is yeah. no guarantee we are going to be there tomorrow. So at this point of time, we have the power, the power is right now in this movement and uh, how can people reach out to you? You know, I mean, like if uh, they want to call you for a, a, a speaking event and because yeah. this, this podcast is going to reach out, I mean, globally, you know, people are there and there is so yes. much, as you said, everybody is looking out for therapy and this yeah. is the easiest way, easiest way. So yeah. can you just share your social well, uh, media? Yeah, sure. Yeah. When you mention about goal setting, I, I, I'm i on social media platforms. I joined social media platforms two years back. So I'm everywhere. I'm known okay. as ms.suchi, Miss Suchi. So S-U-C-H-I, yeah. On Google was at number 10, but I work towards, I, have, I do goal setting. Like last year I said I would become an author. I became an author. So Wonderful. of course I talk about time management. I talk about anger management. I talk about emotional mastery, a lot of different subjects, soft skills, but... It's not that when I'm talking about letting go and enjoying your life and experience and stuff, it's not that I don't have goals. I do have goals. I achieve them every year. Whenever I set goals, I help people with goal setting mm. and achieving stuff. But I'm known as Miss Suchi and my profile on Google is number one. That was my goal. Mm. Be 
when you put Miss Suchi, it mm. comes as profile. Yeah. So yeah. So anybody who wants to contact, have a good laugh and enjoy life as if a picnic, get in touch with Miss Suchi. So thank you so much for being on the show. A story to Satori. Thank you. And yeah, I have seen in last two years like we are for we see each other's posts on linkedin facebook you are amazing john we keep up your good work continue spreading positive vibes around the world we need more people to spread positivity because there are so many out there spreading negative vibes yeah yes. thank you thank you so much Bye-bye.